Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Idea Behind. And as per usual, I am your host, Shina Durinda, and thank you so much for tuning in. Now, I don't want to dwell so much in our last episode. We had a good conversation, and I uh, thank Michael for that. Thank you for coming through. And uh, as you already know, we're talking about financial goals, financial growth, and financial guidance. And I'm so happy, as I'm always so super excited to do this episode. I swear, this is my meditation. I hope you guys have a meditating uh, technique, because when I get behind this microphone, it's time to talk. (laughs) So, yes. Um, Well, where do I even start? I want to talk about something before I introduce my guest. And uh, it's obviously very special. That's why I'm keeping her to myself. But give me time. I want to talk about something so important. And I want to talk about ambition. And uh, the reason why I want to talk about ambition is uh, I stumbled upon a story today. And uh, it's a story about a man called Terry Fox. Terry Fox is a legendary uh, Canadian athlete uh, from the 1970s, right, who was uh, diagnosed with bone cancer at the age of 18. When he was, I think it's called osteosarcoma. Yes, that's the name of the cancer. So he was given the option of cutting off his leg before the cancer spreads through the whole body, which at 18, that's a big decision to make. So he gave up his right leg in order for the cancer to stop spreading. And so he was given an artificial leg. Now, for anybody, this is hard. But for an athlete, that's kind of taking half your life away. But his life did not stop there. His life was not, he was an athlete and he got cancer and he stopped there. No. Terry Fox learned how to crawl with that leg. He walked with that leg, but most of all, he ran with that leg. He trained days and nights so that he can make his dreams come true. So what he did is he um, requested for funds from the Canadian Cancer Society so that they would fund him. Uh, And the way he did it, he said he was going to run. And every penny he made from that the run he was gonna he was gonna do he was planning on doing <clears throat> it would go towards cancer awareness and cancer research. Now at that time, that definitely even today that is something that is so mind blowing. Like who thinks about that? Moreover, an eighteen year old. So of course the society accepted, and this man ran <laughs> almost a marathon per day. He did almost 26 miles per day for 143 days, if I'm not mistaken. And that's a lot of days. That's what, four months running on an artificial leg just because he has a dream. He has a purpose. He knows something was taken from him and something is probably going to be taken from somebody else. And he decided, you know what? I'm not alone in this. Someone is going to benefit from what I'm doing today. See? So he ran day, night, he ran all around Canada. And then one day he felt some chest pains and it turns out he had the cancer had spread through his lungs, which is really sad. But he got the cancer in 1977 and he died in 1980. But the marathon for hope, which is what he called 
his marathons that he was running. The Marathon for Hope is still running today, which I think is um, remembered in September. So that is something I stumbled on today. This was mind-blowing for me. And that just shows you how much ambition and being persistent can do a lot for you. It takes you to places, not only for you, but you don't know who benefits from your ambition. So, like, you don't have... What surprises me is that he probably wouldn't have done that if he didn't meet such a big obstacle in his life. So all I wanted to say is that life is going to happen. Things are going to happen to you. But please do not let anything just go over your head. Grab it. Know what it was meant to do in your life and go by it, you know. Use that small obstacle to make something big out of your life. That's what I wanted to drop before we get into everything else we have to talk about. Anyway. He gave me some really good module. Anyway, that's really good. That's a really good story. And I hope anyone who's listening <laughs> learns something from it because it's so powerful. So without further ado, I want to actually introduce this person so much because she has so many titles, but I want her to do that for herself. But um, allow me to introduce Rita Garambi. I don't know if she goes by other names. She will tell us. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sure. Go ahead. The flow is yours. Go ahead. Oh, wow. Um, thank you. I'm like thankful for this moment and for the wisdom that you just shared. Your story, like that story, is just like uh, it's touching, but also motivating. I think I'm I'm sitting here with my book and uh, my pen, taking notes <laughs> there and there. Like I'm already learning. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Honestly, it also moved me. I was like, why Why didn't I know this? <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's really good. It's um, it's surprising how powerful a person can be. But yeah. So mm-hmm. Rita. Please introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself. Oh, God. Okay, so um, my name is Rita Garambe. My middle name is Lawrence. I, I don't know. Because of high school, I'm so used to saying all the names in Garambe to Lawrence. It sounds <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> what else? Um, I'm a woman. I'm a believer in God and uh, from Rwanda, Luminar Rwanda Kazi. So I guess... I think that's about it. Unless, uh, yeah. We need the <laughs> I'm, titles. I'm getting. Oh my god! The titles. Oh my the god! Titles. Okay. <laughs> oh, she, she doesn't. She doesn't want to seem like she's bragging because she has actually. She has. She has so many titles that I had to write them down one by one. Oh my! Now I'm curious. <laughs> Are you sure it's written what you have there? <laughs> no, I am. I'm so sure. So go ahead. Yeah. Um, tell, well, tell okay, us, so. if if you miss any of them, I'll correct. I'll tell you the ones I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, let me see. So I've been recently. I think 2018. Um, privileged to be crowned as uh, Queen of Emancipation Canada, and um, wow. So. You see that one? I did not even know that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so continue, continue. Um, so do you want me to explain it? Like, uh, what's that for? Or just go no. for it. <laughs> first, first, give us the all of them, you know? Give us the okay. whole thing. And then I'll tell you, I'll ask you which one intrigues me most that I want to know more about. Mostly that one, the Queen of Emancipation. Do you know what okay. that means? Oh, my God. 
Okay. Wow, mm. now I'm gonna be intimidating by the big shoes you're putting in front of me. Oh, I hope you are. I hope you are intimidating because intimidation just it. I don't even know how how I can say it. Okay. Go ahead. This, this is gonna be a beautiful conversation. <laughs> okay. And uh, what else? I'm um, I'm also Miss Face of Humanity Rwanda, so I'm uh, campaigning to represent to be. I've already won to represent Rwanda, so I'm campaigning to be Miss Face of Humanity Global. Mm-hmm. And by God's grace, um, I believe I've already got it. That's like in faith. Ooh. And uh, what else? Do we Other are we like that... supposed to vote for you somehow, or it's? It's, uh, it's mainly like I think you're already supporting in the best way possible. It's mainly like uh, I need to prove that I'm a person that people can engage with, uh, have mm-hmm. a conversation with, because in the, at the end you have to represent people. So how can people re- like are you reachable? Can uh, people communicate to you whatever they they need help with? Mm-hmm. All those things. So following social media, um, that's a, a big one because that's considering the times we're in. Uh, people look at comments and they think, oh, that's how many people can approach this person that's how many people can talk to this one person so following social media uh commenting or sharing or even having conversations like this helps a lot okay okay Mm -hmm. i see that wow (laughs) Um, i I actually um might have uh what do you call it underestimated the person i'm talking to what do you mean? You know? no. No, 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 it no. is a privilege. Like you are giving me this honor to have a conversation. It's a time in your life that you have given me to listen to what I have to say. It's a big one. That's like the greatest gift time, you know. And, and so that thank is you. I'm humbled. <laughs> Miss Faith of Humanity. Miss. Wait, is it Miss Humanity Face or Miss Face of Humanity? Miss Face of Humanity. Oh my God! So mm-hmm. you're going to be—that's—that's that's just a whole thing I have to, you know, uh, unpack. <laughs> so give mm-hmm. me time. I'm—I'm I'm processing it now that I'm talking to a VIP. Mm-hmm. Oh God! <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is a very important person, and I—I mm-hmm. I, wow! I'm actually very proud of you. Thank but, you. Um, if I was, if, well, if my voice counted, if they, it does count. if they asked me, <laughs> mm-hmm. if they asked me, I don't think um, anyone else deserves it like you do. Because as I said, well, okay, now we're getting too far when you're just still introducing yourself. So let's just calm down. I'll give you, continue, continue, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, what else? I'm a poet. Um, I'm a host mm-hmm. of the Cypher Show, a TV show that is bro- both broadcasted on a, a Canadian TV called Go Live TV, as well as Isangosta back home. Wow. And uh, I'm a representative for gender in the Rwandan Canadian community in Toronto. And uh, so far, I think that's about it. If I remember anything, I'll, <laughs> I'll be sure to let you know. Look at that. And mm-hmm. okay. Rita, if you don't mind me asking, um, when did you come to Canada? Uh, 2017, September. Okay, so 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. In five years, my my girl here has five, I think five, uh, what do you call them? (laughs) The responsibilities. Yes, (laughs) under her name. You see what I'm talking about? You make things happen. I swear when you're given the opportunity to do things, 
do them. Thank and you. wow, Rita, I swear. Okay, you know the the, <laughs> the titles I knew about. I knew mm-hmm. about the Miss Face <clears throat> of Humanity. Mm-hmm. I knew about uh, well, the TV show, the Cypress Show, of course, which mm-hmm. kind of uh, um, interested me. Uh, into doing this what else did I do basically you are like the voice of the voiceless that's oh wow that, that's the biggest yeah that's basically the, the, the whole thing it sums it up right mm-hmm. so I knew everything like a brush off but I didn't know deeply that this was happening <laughs> my god now I'm shocked <laughs> you know what you should take over you should take over because I am shocked <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people think I'm exaggerating, but no, seriously, 2017 to 2021 is not a long time, especially with COVID. It's not a long time. Remove 2019, 2020, and 2021. That's just what, two years? Wow. Definitely. <laughs> so if you want to know how much you've accomplished in those five years, you just take out the COVID years and mm-hmm. yeah, wow. I'm just telling you. <laughs> or double the COVID years. <laughs> that, that's like amazing because I never really saw it like that. Like um, when I still had uh, what people call freedom in a sense that we're still afraid to go outside and all that I was so carried in. I had like a full time job, um, mm-hmm. uh, which was like I was working like from Monday to Sunday. No, I was working on the weekends at the time and uh, I do modeling at the, uh, on the side to kind of like make extra money also for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And um so like I would or like I would work on the weekends and have my weekdays on, which like most of photo shoots don't happen then or fashion shows. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty frustrating. And um like I think I remember this one time because I do also organize I'm the ambassador for our past day commemoration thing yeah. uh, here in Canada. So I hosted those here. So I remember this one time was babysitting and uh, I had a, an RTV interview. Mm-hmm. So I had like, and I wouldn't go home to pick up an outfit. So my boss, she was like really amazing woman, uh, so motivating yeah. and so invested into the dreams. Like she makes things happen and all those mm-hmm. things. So she kind of gave me her outfit. She's like, here's my jacket, go do your interviews. And then me and the kids will be downstairs and you can help and help. You can come down and help uh-huh. us out when you're done. And I was I sitting there and I'm thinking about like all my friends, um, who are watching the interview right now who think Rita has made it and a babysitting job is waiting for me downstairs. And I'm thinking... <laughs> I see. It's, it's like it's amazing and so crazy. So, like, that's the kind of life I was living. And other things, uh, the most things that I'm proud of, I got to do during COVID, like fundraising for the Rwandan community back home um, mm-hmm. and, like, just... Uh, under my non-for-profit organization, Coordinated for Humanity, was like over a few organizations that came together, joined hands and like raised over $20,000 Canadian like, and, and Rwanda, that's millions. So it was amazing. So all the things happened wow. in the dark times. And it made me feel like no matter the rooms we're in in our personal lives, we can still shine a light outside our own houses. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh, yes, it does. It definitely <laughs> does. And I like the way you used it. I swear you just went through all my questions. Now we have to like... <laughs> so yeah, oh my God. I swear, Um, the one thing I know is that uh, a lot of people kind of underestimate themselves. 
Like you're not, you're not even sure you, you get into something not knowing that you, you can do amazing things through it. But <laughs> just that starting point is enough to set you off to the whole world. Like you started off from something, right? Which is where mm-hmm. we should start from. Actually, you know what? I haven't even told the people how I know you. We've skipped so many, so many steps. Mm-hmm. So guys, <clears throat> I'll, I'll keep it short because it is a short story. So I, I don't even think Rita remembers this, but Rita and I met like in 20. Oh my God. What, what year was that? 2016, 2017. Mm. one of the two and uh, we were actually in a wedding together in Yamata that's back home and so Rita you want to tell me you haven't remembered all this I think it's 2015 because I <laughs> yeah 2015 2015 I feel like that's so long time ago but yeah, uh, I don't know I don't even know how I saw you again because I saw you, we had a conversation, you know, we were all there. It was just funny. You know, it was back in the days. No one was really worried about <laughs> these responsibilities that we have these days. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. But I think on social media, I don't know. I was like, um, my brother, I think my brother showed me a poem one day. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, that's when I got, that's when I I got here. That that was like the year I got here, and uh, you were standing. Was it? It wasn't on the streets, but it was like a a big gathering of people, and you were give, you were you were stating a poem, reciting yeah. a poem. Sorry, <laughs> reciting a poem, and it was so powerful and moving. And it was I think about um, Black Lives Matter. I think mm-hmm. it was 2018. Now that I think about it, was it 2018, 2019? Uh, I think. Some I can't I can't yeah. keep up for the years. But yeah, so I was like, oh my God, okay, I'll keep an eye there. But that was it. And then over the years, then I see you again uh, on the Miss Face of Humanity. I'm like, okay, that's another thing. I'm like, this girl is really making moves, right? Then I see you mm-hmm. modeling. And then I see you with a TV show. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this mm-hmm. is going too fast. But um, so, yeah, uh, Rita, asking mm-hmm. you from that time when we met in Yamata, can't mm-hmm. believe you don't remember the wedding. And <laughs> I do remember the wedding now. I do. Iman was there, your brother. Yeah, I yeah. remember that wedding. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time ago. So I do not even, we don't even have to get into specifics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so like the last time I saw you was that wedding. And actually, none of us really thought that would be where we are right now. Maybe you did, but I had no idea. Completely oh, zero God. idea. No. All I was worried about was getting home that day. <laughs> I wish I could I didn't... go back to those days. <laughs> oh God, no! I don't. I I never had an idea at all because mm-hmm. I never knew that I would ever in my entire life like you know other kids like uh, thought the best thing that ever happened to me was uh, going to New Vision High School, which is where I met your brothers and all mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and uh, also like getting to know the whole entire side of the family that is connected to yours and all that. So. Like, right. that was the biggest thing that ever happened to my life. So thinking that I would ever be to go finish my high school in the USA and come and after all come to Canada, that was all not ever like in a, not even a dream, you know. Sometimes you look at things and they're like, oh, I think if I was to go anywhere, I would go here. 
that I didn't have even the the privilege to have that as a dream or a wish. Like right. I didn't, I just didn't think it was possible. So, so what's the point of thinking about it, right? Hmm. So yeah, but <laughs> I guess. <laughs> God does work. He does the work. He does the mm-hmm. work. So you went to university in in, in the states. Yes. Um, oh, high school. What? I finished high school there. Oh, you finished high school there, right? Mm-hmm. And then you came to Canada. Yes. The land of opportunities. Oh God, the dreamland. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, obviously. So I'm just gonna take it and say that poetry got you where you are, and poetry. Why I say that is because you standing up to become a poet, mm-hmm. poetess, <laughs> language, um, it has it has a lot to do with confidence and being open minded and, uh, you know, as I said, ambition, mm-hmm. right? But I don't exactly I don't know how you got here. So it's you to tell me a little about your journey. Like, um, you finished high school and then you came to Canada and then what? Of course, you started working, but yeah, just give us the give us the dits. Oh God! So I started my poetry in high school when I, um, like I was doing poetry there and there. I, it started off like in the dark place of writing letters to my unknown mother and all those boring stuff, and then mm-hmm. when high school it came like this little good thing, like. Uh, there was this girl called Teta Samantha. She was an amazing writer, like the most incredible poet. And mm-hmm. so she would recite her her poetry on um every like on Sabbath, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And this Christian poetry she was so moving. So I started doing the same. I would do preaching, like prayer band preachings, but it would sound like poetry. People are like, oh my god, that sounds beautiful. It wasn't like more like a preaching, but everyone was drawn into my words and people were crying, all those things. And kids started liking me, writing me letters. It's like, wow, so this is actually nice. So I ended up starting to become like, um, I ran to be class monitor or like to be a class president. And I didn't even get one vote. And um, at that time, I was like the worst kid. So like in school, I was this weird child, just weird, failing in class. So I I wanted to be part of like to be... um, perfect to be part of mm-hmm. the league. Yeah. And then uh, they wouldn't accept my letter. I, I like I wrote to be the timekeeper. That's like the lowest post on the whole leadership spectrum. And mm-hmm. they didn't even accept my um my letter of requesting. So and then the next time, the next year I wrote to be the head girl and everybody's like she really got some guts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and like uh-huh. there was like these other like uh, pretty girls and like um Metis, you know how we take that like back home and yeah. like all these popular kids who went to KPS and all these other things were like they how people they've grown up with who have families who have big sisters in the A levels, so all these things counted and I had no one except friends and people that I have become family, like best friends and their mm-hmm. best friends and all those. Right. So when I registered to become a head girl, um, my everything w- would change when I got to the stage. Like whenever I would give a speech or answer my questions, the crowd would just go nuts, including the people that I thought was were for sure were going to vote the my opponents. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, including teachers started giving in on me and they started voting for me themselves. They're like, we want her to win. They started pushing for me to win. I was like, wow, there is a power of speech. Like I can wow. say something and someone would listen and uh, I can influence the rules that I regularly complain about. I can mm-hmm. talk to that person who I usually hate because I hate their guts, but I can say stop this and they would stop. So all those right. things kind of pushed me and then... Um, I ended up winning and I became like the, I was the first head girl to ever get a trophy in like less than a month that I was in the office before I moved to USA. So all those things got into my head since like looking my life changing from zero to a hundred, like real quick, like people say these days. Wow. You just woke up and said, you know what, today we're taking it home. Yeah. And like... I literally in less than a month, like, and uh, I was the first, the person that the principal would call and all these things. And tr- to be loved by teachers and to be loved by students was the most impactful thing that would, wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. But to see it happen, like, I don't know, make that one point in my life changed how I see the rest of my life coming or unfolding or even my entire belief system to say. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm I'm just taken by the story, really. And it's not because, okay, well, people who I have here, I've usually had a conversation with them, so I kind of have an idea of their past. But for you, it was just, you know what? I admire this person from afar. As I said, and I'll keep saying through the episode, because I am really proud of you. It's so interesting um, to see someone like, tackle through a lot of different issues that are not talked about on a daily basis. Like, it's not it's not that you're the only one with a voice. You're the only yeah. one who chooses to use it. And, and uh, that takes guts, as you said. It takes a lot of um, willpower, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and I salute you for that. So, yeah, sure. Thank you. So you you become head girl. Congratulations for that. And then <laughs> Thank you. It, it takes you straight to the States. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's another blessing, you know. And then you get to the States. Of course, you have to um, um, adapt to it. So how is, how is it in the States for oh, you? God. It was like almost the high school over again. It's, um, no, I went to no. a private school. Oh. Um, and like mm-hmm. everyone has grown up with each other. Like I've always been like a lost toy in the Wonderland somehow. Yeah, the outcaster. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. In every single thing, like uh, all my life. Mm-hmm. So I used to feel some type of worse. So even that, like, uh, but there was this uh, Dominican kid. She has also been like born and raised there. And all these kids went to elementary school, went to high school. They go to the same church. They go to after every single thing, they do it all together. It's like in the classroom, right. like only 15 people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you just sit here, you dress differently. You have the accent. It's all so different. But she would try to talk to me, help out with the homework. And again, like, I've never been so good at math or science. So I'm always with the words. And that was my relying point. But yeah. the English or there or the American history is completely from the downfall of Mali or the, the rising of Ghana Empire. All those things yeah. were nowhere to be seen. So it's American history. Everything became so challenging. And um, 
but not so much because it's like it is a brand new place uh mm-hmm. i don't get to look into the eyes of the people i've left behind or the circumstances that were pushing me to do the outreach programs right. back home so this could be a new start brand new start mm-hmm. but also i'm doing school and i'm kind of being helped here and everything that teaching me is about slavery and all this bad news about black people and now i'm learning a whole new thing of separation like here there is no uh amoko like it is back yeah. home yeah. but they also have their own thing going on yeah so i picked an interest of like i've always had that interest of oh what what is justice or fight for people what is here like what can i fight for like i want to be able to use my life for something meaningful so i took an interest in that and i started like doing these events at charge right and uh to put icing on the cake I was like started dating a pastor there who was wow. like a, a youth pastor <laughs> wow <laughs> praise be to God like, actually yeah praise it was like and he was amazing like this youth person was like ready to move the world so he kind of made everything worth it like uh, mm-hmm. it all became a movie I was like I'm living in New York I go to poetry slam <laughs> like some poetry in Manhattan like all the things I wow. used to see in the movies I'm in a train like oh, you know how we get when we get to this country yeah. so yeah <laughs> yeah oh I get it, it. Wasn't but yeah at all yeah mm-hmm. you know um I mean obviously when you get to a new place it is gonna be hard to adjust Mm-hmm. but it's all about you know you find because it's not like you're gonna find yourself in a place where there's nothing you love you find wow. something you love and you put all your energy on that thing you know and that. everything just generates from that right mm-hmm. that's so yeah. powerful i wonder if you realize the part in the words you you say like maybe it's because <laughs> i'm talking to a poet or mm-hmm. the misface of humanity but let me tell you everything is just going up this is this is about to be a very <laughs> inspirational conversation not just for you actually i'm looking forward to this this is why i told you to take over <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because i feel like um let me tell you uh canada is not the same from the states the states mm-hmm. are not the same from canada rwanda is not the same from any of these places it's all yeah. different so you you want to tell me you picked out knowledge from Rwanda the states and canada and it's all in one person hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thank you i hope i hope to travel the 52 countries before at least i'm 29 so in the next four years i want to travel all africa that's a wow prayer. so you want to tell me all of this is at the age of 25 so you at know we're skipping 24 yeah i turned 24 two days ago i think yeah right <laughs> happy belated birthday Thank happy you. belated birthday for sure but yeah so <clears throat> tell me mm-hmm. when you uh so obviously uh that's kind of that's what led you to start becoming the voice of the voiceless right so um You finished high school and then what did you see yourself becoming? Um oh god so I came to this country thinking like I wanted to Oh no that would be a lie. I was going to give you a false <laughs> answer cuz <'Cause> like <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, can, but in primary I wanted to be a doctor for some reason cuz I thought it was the most respectable thing to be and to become and uh, the title to Yeah. Um, 
and then I got into high school, um, started everything, and then in LF I had to choose. I chose M M B C, and yeah. I failed wow. terribly. That's math, biology, and chemistry, and chemistry, right? Yeah, I did that for two months, and then I wow. jumped right off it straight to Hag. <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> you're going to write books. I always, yeah. you know, I always mm-hmm. said if I did go into that uh, curriculum, I was mm-hmm. definitely gonna go for Hag. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Continue. What did you take in high school? Sorry, just curious. Oh, so uh, we we kind of had a different curriculum. We had this uh, international baccalaureate, which mm. is the British system, and you had to pick. How did it go? Yes, it's actually the same. You pick three higher level studies and uh, mm-hmm. um, three standard level. So. Mm. My higher level, I can't even remember. Oh, my God. I definitely can't remember. I know it was history. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what are the other languages? Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, it's okay. history, geography, and this other thing called uh, environmental science. Oh. But then I did drop history. Let me tell you, high school was funny for me. <laughs> high school was just funny for me. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. even know. I don't even know how I got through it. Now I gotta have you on my show. I'm. I'm. De- you know, that's the goal. Anytime yes, I touch down, hopefully, you know, God willingly, I touch mm-hmm. down there. I will come through. You know, you. I, I don't. I don't even want your invite. I'll bring myself there. <laughs> please do. Please do. <laughs> uh, yeah. Someone told me that um, every just you desiring something. Uh, something like when you're desiring something big enough that means it, that's that means that god has already offered offered it to you and it's up to you for yeah. the taking or something like that like it's like why yeah. why else don't we ever want certain things but as soon as you realize you're passionate about something it becomes yours right there and then and so yeah i think you already changes. got the show come through <laughs> this changes how i look at everything in my life <laughs> mm-hmm. i needed to hear that yeah i needed to hear that but mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. keep telling me you wanted to be a doctor then you got into high school that changed yeah then i went to head because uh, i like i was getting a's i was tired of my father coming for the student teacher meetings and always going home every time he would do everybody else but every time he'll get to me he'll just say back <laughs> i would rather go home like it was oh, always the same god. story it was oh god the oh, conversation god. in the car and every sometimes i'll just be like uh no i'm not coming guys you go ahead that was that that yeah. bad yeah but I, when I went to Hague, um, everything became amazing. I was like, getting the 90s plus in history and economics mm-hmm. and geography. And um, oh, and before, like uh, when I was even running to be the um, head girl, this one teacher asked me, he's like, how can we vote for you if you're not good in your studies? And I don't know why I got the answer, if I read it somewhere, but I was like... Uh, Oh, what if like if I'm not good in class, I might be good at being a leader. That might be my what I'm meant right. to do. Yeah. And ever since I've been reflecting on that, just how we crucify people for one thing they felt not realizing maybe that's not what they're meant to do in life. So wow. give them a chance. And I ended up excelling. So I was like, here you go, teacher. That's the one. That's definitely <laughs> the one. I mean, now that <laughs> I don't even think the teachers would have the um the energy to badmouth someone who is a head girl. So mm-hmm. when you do, when you, it's, 
this there's this thing I heard. Um, it was I think it was an interview between uh, on Kevin Hart and uh, the what's his name Don Cheadle. Mm-hmm. God, I hope I'm not saying a superstar's name <laughs> the wrong way. But yeah, so he he was uh, he was talking about back in the days. It wasn't about you know who you know what you do. It's how you win people over, mm-hmm. which. I've been using all my life. Like seriously, yeah. it's all about how you win people over. It's even your job uh, interviews. <laughs> it's yeah. about how you you have the conversation with a person and they um, they open up to you. You know, it's just like knowing and reading people and seeing how to like go by a certain person. You know, yeah. so it's not. It doesn't always take um, your. Um, school experience or your um or how smart you are i know the goofiest people who got Mm -hmm. opportunities just by winning over the people in the room just because you know how to treat people you know you get away with a lot of things in a good way and in a bad way (laughs) Mm -hmm. true yeah but those who have worked so hard will think you're undeserving and you're And you, why you're celebrating, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So continue. And uh, I never thought, like, uh, if I've never sat back and said, I want to be this in life. So everything comes, like, takes me by surprise. At this point, I think I want to study uh, sociology, mm-hmm. um, if not psychology, one of those two, just because I'm interested. I come uh, mind blown by how humans operate and how some people can be influenced to, be the, to do the worst of things and others can be influenced to do the best of things in life or even they single-handedly choose to dedicate their lives to the betterment of others. Like, all those things, like, make me want to know, like, how does people think? Like, what makes some person do what they do, you know? Some people can't even share a pain. Others are willing to go to war for strangers to protect a country. So all those things make me want to know so bad. So I don't know which ways I'm going to take to learn that, but that's my dream, I think. You know, um, you just said something so powerful. Someone might not want to share, but another person wants to go to war for a country. And it's mm-hmm. actually really fascinating, right? And yeah. this might be your sign. You know, I don't want to be biased because uh, no, okay. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in my line to get that psychology degree. I've been wow. saying it for so long, mm-hmm. but let me tell you, I, <laughs> if you had to pick in, in those two, mm-hmm. I would tell you to pick psychology. Well, yeah. that's because I'm being biased, but you mm-hmm. understand why. You have the personality. Well, you have the personality for both, but mm-hmm. you'll see which one works for you. Because <laughs> anyway, it's not just a degree you get. You have to get. You know, you have to go through all the other things that we've been avoiding. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. So honestly, I, my biased opinion: you should take psychology. I think you would be great at it. Oh, for sure. You. Definitely. So yeah. Where that takes a, a hierarchy. Away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. We, we keep getting off topic. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm getting, getting my, my uh, prayers answered right now. So keep going. I'm following. <laughs> but yeah. So, okay. So, um, we were talking about, you know, uh, all these countries and then you got here. Yeah. You were talking about when you got here because you said, you wanted to be a doctor and then you changed your majors and then mm-hmm. what happened after? So I got here, actually, I haven't gone into, started 
I haven't gone into college yet or university. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been like, um, I've collected like a few certificates there and there, online studies and all those things, but not right. actual universities like I would like to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's where mm-hmm. I'm standing right now in, in terms of career paths. Hey, mm-hmm. that's okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Because you're doing so much more than someone who would go to school and uh, waste the time mm-hmm. they're spending at school, right? I think so, yeah. I'm learning by experience. I have uh, this one of my best friends, um, Alison. She's, uh, she always talks about things like that. She's going to school full-time and all that. And we get mm-hmm. to talk at the end of the day and almost like, compare notes. And she's like, I like what she's doing. You know, she's getting her studies out of the way. And then there is like the um, career, like a job, career jobs offered at the end. And she's like, you're also doing this. Like, the things she wants to do when she's done with school, I'm doing right now. And exactly. I also want to go to school. So it's kind of like a mix-up, but you get to see life in different lenses. And it's like, makes you want to be like, oh, you know what? I don't think I would have it any other way. You know, right? It's like more appreciative. Yo, and the, <laughs> like I see, the way I see life is uh, where you are right now mm-hmm. is the time you have right now. Yeah. You're here today, right? You're here mm-hmm. today. You don't know if you're going to make it tomorrow, right? Yeah. So today, today is the time you have. Like you wake up and you say, what I'm doing today is my legacy. This is what I'm leaving to the world. Mm -hmm. So whether, let me tell you, you going to school, that's for you. You doing an impact, something that impacts the whole world, not just you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's (laughs) legacy. You know, it's, you know, it's all, it's all about how you juggle things and how you understand things. But I believe whatever is happening right now is happening for a reason. I mean, everyone does, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But Mm. um, I respect that. I respect that um, even though you didn't, because what do we, okay, let's, let let me speak from my personal point of view, right? Okay. Mm. I have parents. I really believed by next year, I would have graduated. And mm-hmm. a lot of things happen. When I came here, I didn't know how much the <laughs> international student fees were. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I found out. Tell me about it. And I'll just, I'll just leave it there. People need to experience this on their own. But mm-hmm. life is, um, is interesting. And, mm-hmm. um, of course, the way we want things to happen is not always how things happen. Mm-hmm. But you get something from what you work for. I don't wow. know. I just, I feel like I spoke in, uh, in um, how, how do you call it? In parables? But yeah, no, no, that was straightforward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's say you're working on something right now, which is, you know, you started working on something. It gave mm-hmm. birth to something. It gave birth to something else. It's just, you know, you're doing so many things that actually help you educate yourself like i can, okay i don't know you but let me tell you if you're you you came from high school right yeah. straight from mm-hmm. high school what mm-hmm. career would you go straight into um at the time yes at the time honestly i haven't i think i would have taken i don't know let's say literature because that was okay. the passion at the time okay yeah (laughs) but you see like you've done so many things you've worked with so many people i mean if it was up to me i would think you know you were going for um a lawyer 
Type yeah, of. I wanted to be a lawyer too because uh, the this this Samantha guy was looking up like uh, I don't mm-hmm. even think she knows this at all. Like, but I was looking forward to her so much. Um, yeah. She said she wanted to be a lawyer. So I was like, oh, we talk uh, like she does poetry, I do poetry. She she gets good right. marks in this too. So I yeah. think she was like, kind of following her footsteps. But at the same time, we were kind of struggling to pay like the high school fees. So I'm like, even university, I guess mm-hmm. I'll just get a husband and kids, you know, and. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh my but god yeah. that shows you life humbles you life has humbled me so much mm-hmm. oh my god uh, but yeah so um what what i was about to say right i was thinking yeah. about something else so what i was about to say was if you rushed into university you would have mm-hmm. probably said, you know, you would have spent one year. Because if you don't know what you want to major in, you have like a whole year to figure it out or like yeah. one term. So mm-hmm. you would have all that time to kind of, you know, I want to do this. I want to do this. It's kind of confusing. So yeah. you came out of that. You kind of um, experienced life without a degree. Let's mm-hmm. say that for now. And then look at what, how many things you've done and what it's leading you to. You know, Absolutely. yeah, so, yeah, everything happens for a reason. But wow, um, <laughs> your story is actually moving, I'll tell you that. So, Thanks. so tell me, so poetry, right? Mm-hmm. So, you come to Canada, what happened when you got to Canada? Um, I lived in the shelter for a bit, and I mm-hmm. had this one friend uh, who was like, I, her mom was a friend of my dad, um, so she came to visit, and then she goes to Ryerson University, so she takes me to this. I told her I'm passionate. Like, um, the homeless people was getting, the homeless uh, people in Toronto, like, in the world, really, it was getting to me because I was like, I'm so close to being that. And it's mostly black people and uh, it's mostly people who are helpless. And I'm thinking this is a country that has opportunity to where someone has so much and there's right. someone who has so little. Why can't people share? So like, um, I started developing that that um, passion and then I told her, so she took me to this comm- uh, mem- commemoration um, mm-hmm. thing that's what they called for people who died due to cold in winter time. So the homeless people who ended up freezing to death. So it was yeah. like teachers and students giving like um ordinary again that there was like some news reports there and she asked me they, she was like, Oh we, we welcome this new person in our group. It was only like the students and their mm-hmm. teachers and the faculty. It's like oh mm-hmm. welcome this other like a friend who came through, do you wanna say a few words? And um uh, I I was like, okay. So I gave like um, a short, I made up a poem on the spot and um, everybody started like crying because it was like, I don't know. I spoke from the heart, which is, I think is a talent most of Africans do, to -hmm. say everything when you said you put your story in it. You don't even realize it. Mm -hmm. And um, I got to meet so many pick one person who led me to another person. That person ended up changing my life in uh, in a small way, yet so big. You know, when someone pushes you just an inch, but into the yeah. right direction of that. Like, it's almost like putting you in a train, and then the train is traveling to a next city. I used to mm-hmm. was a lot, so I think you you and I will get along pretty well. <laughs> I love that, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they don't even realize how much of an impact. Like, they just pushed you a little, and they're still in their lane, they're still doing their lives, but they, they do this one thing that changes the whole entire spectrum of your entire life. And it right. makes you be like, 
like, you know what? I'm done living for myself. I don't want to do anything from a perspective of this will only benefit me. It will only end with me. It's more like I want to make a mark and leave a trace. So anybody, but I'm still living my life. So I make right. everything that I do outside of me about me so much so that someone will never think that I did it for them. They'll be like, oh, Rita was passing by. She gave me a hug and, you know, mm-hmm. she likes to hug. It's about Rita, but at the end it's like, when they go back home, they like, oh my God, I've never been touched by a person for the whole entire two years. Or like, right. the last time I received a hug like that was when my mom was still around. Something like mm-hmm. that, that leaves a, a whole thing, a whole entire brand new image in someone's mind. So yeah, yeah. ever since I made, it made me realize that if I take a stand, someone else will take a stand for me in places that I have no idea about. Oh my God. Hey, Jesus Christ. I don't, you know what? Now I don't even want to publish this. I don't want everyone to, to hear this because this is, oh my God. I don't, it's, it's, I, it's not food for thought. It's mm-hmm. more of a fruit because this wow. is, uh, it's, it's inspiring, you know, in a way, you know, it's, it shows you that helping, not even helping, but giving your soul out here in this world and I don't mean just recklessly put your soul out for anyone to touch you know there's someone who needs your expertise and your help so if you kind of uh, channel your energy to that you don't know whose life you're changing is all I'm saying and I'm sure you've touched so many lives you've touched my life I you see (laughs) let me tell you if I have to write down on a paper your achievements Mm -hmm. you've you've touched my life Definitely. Mm-hmm. This is actually, I, I didn't expect this to go this way. <laughs> but um, I'm happy. I'm happy we're doing this. Wow. This, okay, continue. Let me, let me keep quiet. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what else? It's like I did so many of poems and uh, I do poetry every single time when the Running Community in Canada has an event. Yeah. Um, mostly about commemoration because I had always like dreamt about doing poems in Rwanda like at the national stadium mm-hmm. and yeah. I was like I had a dream to be in Mashilika for some reason and when oh, I got I here it. I got opportunity to work with Hope who is like the founder of it and now she's in my like colleagues like all of these things like life it's like wow I have this person's number I have this other person's number so it's like when you try to be the answer or the person you ne- you needed in life. I think I've yeah I've read it somewhere. You even posted it one time. Where like if you mm-hmm. try to be someone, the answer or someone you needed in life, um, if you thrive to be that person, you will definitely be a, an answer or someone else's prayer. Um, so, yeah, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. I remember mm-hmm. that was a um, a couple of days ago. It's uh, mm-hmm. the the pain and the. Uh, the things you go through now will be used as a kind of, you know what I'm using? Like a, a roadmap or a roadmap to someone, someone else's. Exactly. Absolutely. Which is true. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. But Rita, it's again, in this short time that you've been here, I, mm-hmm. um, I think you've achieved so much and you've touched so many people's lives, of course, no doubt. And um, um, so obviously, so you started with um, the commemoration, of mm-hmm. course. And yeah. then um, I think you did a lot of uh, marching too for yeah. 
I don't know what Black Lives Matter. Yeah, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, it was definitely Black Lives Matter. And oh my God, guys, she does it in style. I don't know how to say this, (laughs) but her hair is always on fleek. I don't know what she does. Your hairdresser, give that person the credit they deserve because your hair is always flying somewhere else. (laughs) And I respect that because I know how hard natural hair is to maintain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I I do actually respect that. But yeah, so mm-hmm. like what type because a lot of people and where we come from, mm-hmm. I will keep saying this. We are um it's like we're in a different dimension of the world. Some things mm-hmm. that people do out here might not appeal to us. Like mm-hmm. um I see a lot of people marching and I'm like, you know what? why am I marching? And I feel guilty for feeling like that, but I don't know anything else, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that's how I grew up thinking. I'm like, you know what? Uh, How do they say it in Kinyaranda? They say, no kisha nur, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they never kind of thing. Exactly. Like, don't involve yourself in things that don't, you know, have how do you call i don't i was about don't to say concern you don't, it's like mind your business right? exactly like mind your business but that's not you know there's a lot of things happening in this world that mm-hmm. my voice can impact you know uh have an impact on right let's yeah. say like that black lives matter uh affects all of us you know mm-hmm. affects all of us i don't care where you are i don't care uh if you're in europe or africa or in the states or even here but mm-hmm. black lives matter is such a strong movement and mm-hmm. um i'm not gonna speak much on it because mm-hmm. that's your platform <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it when i come to see you <laughs> okay. but yeah definitely so tell me like where you of course, when we were back home, we used to do that annual uh, marching, you know, from uh, one place to the other. I think, was it from, was it to the stadium? I don't remember. Yeah. 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 Yeah, As a walk of, uh, walk to remember, remember, right? Mm -hmm. And then when you came here, obviously it's a different thing because this is now marching for justice. So, like, tell me a little about that because, like, your first day of, going and raising your voice that we deserve justice so how did you feel please like give me the whole picture i need to know oh god so the the first time was like uh, there is this underground train that goes um from like uh, shepherd station to union station that's mainly like about eight stops that it passes and this train is filled with black people and Mm -hmm. these people are singing the old negro songs like the the songs that black people usually used to sing back in the days and people no, are dressed really. in the past spectacular way. So okay. they do that here in Toronto and I think it's on August 1st. Mm-hmm. So I went there without knowing anything and like I wanted to dress the best. Like I have this thing where if, um, I don't know, like I want to look, there is there are looks that I do and it makes me feel like, wow. You see, I, I told you guys, it has to do with in style, <laughs> which is good though, which is good. Continue. But also continue. like weird in the sense that like, it, it is weird. Like I can start with my hair looks natural, I go with my friends. I'm like, oh, I want that trending hairstyle. And then my hairstyle does it. And then I go home and I start changing it a little bit. I start braiding <laughs> it until it looks like what I feel like. And it right. looks nothing like what everybody else wants or what everybody know, like knows or looks uh, 
is used to. Mm-hmm. So I got there looking as crazy as I usually do, and uh, I'm on the train, and I was going down the escalator. I see this, like, five men, uh, like... Uh, dressed in Kitenge, like uh, wrapped around the waist in the costume, and he has that Kitenge like, on his shoulder. Another guy oh, has yeah. this Pan-African flag. All these things I've never seen, but it's so amazing because it's like so punk. Like it's just black people with weird hair, black women who are singing and others dancing and so freely. It's like, oh, we're celebrating black culture and all that. So as I was going down the square, this man, like one of them is like, wow, a Shea queen. And I'm like, a shake queen? I'm like, I'm like, oh, maybe that's like, because I'm used to black people calling each other queen, king, and there and there. Yeah, But yeah, he says yeah, it yeah. in a, such a way that he's giving me a hand. He's like, would you, be, would you do us the honor to be the first ever crowned queen of emancipation? And every wow. man hand, and he's like, you're going to be done. I'm like, so I'm in shock. I'm like, yeah, sure. And I have no idea what it is. So like three of the men take a knee, and these are fathers with their kids and wives. It sounds like a movie, but I'm like, wow. So we get on the train, we talk photographs and all those things. It's it's all these amazing things. And then I went home and I researched more about emancipation, what it means, and and just like seeing those men who are like some older than my father, others younger than him, or who had families and who have this sense of respect for parents. And they took an in front of this young girl. Like, they didn't even know my age or anything. They didn't even care to ask what I did for a living if I'm graduate, if I've graduated, if I have money, if I left my car parked somewhere, where I go home to. Like, they didn't care about anything. They just asked me, would you do the honor to be the queen? And it's like, they, that's when I started learning about this thing about energy and, like, listening to intuition and knowing all the right things. And I don't know, things that go beyond reasoning. Right. So ever since, like, I've seen every, like, I tend to see every black man as though he's my father and mm-hmm. uh, as though they are part of my family. And I haven't seen my family in over five years now, like, uh, my yeah. grandparents who raised me. So every time I see an older woman, I kind of want to hug her. I'm like, why would my oh, grandmother mm-hmm. Sarah and I if she spoke English? Or yeah. I see someone doing something fun and I'm like, wow, that looks like my parent or yeah. my father also does that. So it made me like build this strong connection with the black people. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go see. But when the marching started, I didn't feel like it. I'm like, I don't know my place there. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like uh, my followers on Instagram. Like I like, I love them. Like how everybody else says it, but it's like, I don't even know if they would vote if they were to vote for something. Some are right. just there to watch me, but I would just repost there and there, but I don't think I would go to marching. Nobody will notice that I'm there. I'll just be in a crowd of 500 people. Mm-hmm. And I was con- as I was contemplating about that, a friend of mine wrote to me, he's like, Rita, do you mind giving one of your poems to this? And I'm like, sure. I'll actually write a new one. Wow. So I ended up writing and they ended up reciting and uh, 15 other people showed up to the next march. They're like, oh, we came because we saw your poem. And I'm like, wow, so it actually does something. Wow. So, yeah, little things like that. That tap on the shoulder, like how you're saying uh, there and there that I kind of um, inspired you a little bit. So mm-hmm. that alone a little like, bit. pushed me to do something. <laughs> I didn't say a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Period. You inspired me. That's it. That There's not a little. You mm-hmm. did. Thank and, you. Wow. Okay. Okay. Continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I think that's about it. Like, um, just knowing yeah. that you do the action without any certainty or knowing where it's going, and then mm-hmm. someone taking a day off from work, from getting paid that 120, 
yeah. just to show up because you said so, because you said the word. It shows that as long as we're alive, we can do anything and we can help people do whatever they want to do. Just, right. Yeah, sparkle that light in them, I guess. Wow. Yeah, that is something. I'll tell you, that is something. <laughs> because, um, <laughs> wow. You know, Jesus Christ, I'm being moved in different ways, guys. I'm taking no. I don't even know how I can take notes and listen at the same time, but I wish I would. I'm going to go back and listen to the whole thing, and it's definitely, this is a seminar for me. Oh, God. <laughs> Please share with me. What I wanted to say is um, your talent is meant to take you to places, you know? And it teaches you a lot of things, you know? Like, let's say the way you came from... Um, Rwanda yeah you were still you know scared of this world this big world it's like you know coming from a uh how do you is it I keep forgetting how big Rwanda is it's uh 12 is it millions I don't know even how to measure thank you for doing the math for me (laughs) (laughs) but anyway it's kind of it's uh, it's the state of um what they oh they or they told me it's the it's it's uh it's it's the size of what's this? What's the state in the states? Anyway, I can't remember. Is it Michigan or um, oh, no. I don't remember? But it's so small. It's like you have um, a rat, okay? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have a rat, and then you just take it in a zoo full of elephants. Wow! Yeah. So yeah, you're a small, small, small creature, and then you get to be around all these elephants Mm -hmm. and then just to learn that elephants are scared of small creatures absolutely i think i i I chose the right uh what do you call it (laughs) the right parable to use yeah i chose the right example to use because seriously Mm -hmm. when you when you are uh, a small creature uh people underestimate you which means they don't expect a lot from you Mm -hmm. and which is what some of these big countries tend to do right Mm -hmm. yeah but it takes that one person to give you the opportunity to show what you can do and that takes you places like you can imagine the first uh rat that started uh that started Mm -hmm. uh an elephant Mm -hmm. like no one knew that could happen but it happened Mm -hmm. so anyway i'm getting so deep into that but yeah so someone Someone took a chance on you and look where you are. Like, yeah. um, a lot of people who come to these countries and they're, they're away from their families, you have to build a bond somehow. Either yeah. you find a group of people and you become friends with them and the friendship leads to family or you start getting um, stronger with your roots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think and the part of the roots is uh, what got me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. there you go, right? So it's like it's it has to do with something that you know it's it is psychological. It it's does, not, yeah. yeah. I don't want to seem like I am um doing anything, but yeah, it yeah, is you psychological. Are. <laughs> because you are it's... practicing with me right now. <laughs> I don't think I'm not loud. licensed. I'm not licensed. That would be illegal. Literally, but... <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I'm, how much can I get from suing you? <laughs> you know what? I'll mm-hmm. give you everything for free. Oh God. You can just, that's because there is nothing though. Oh. So you can just think it. <laughs> but honestly, um, mm-hmm. I think it's, it has to do with 
a person and how the person is, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I had something that I should have written down when you were speaking, but now Mm -hmm. it's gone. So we'll come back to that when it comes back. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, that you, you know what, Rita, I don't even know what type of advice people gave you. It's like people just kept taking chances on you and that's what it Mm -hmm. took for you to come out of your shell. Yeah, and it's people who don't know me or who have it's, no idea that it's, going. It is never people who know you. Yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. never people who know you. Because people who know you are trying to figure out who they are. So they mm-hmm. don't really take... Because you, you see the person... The person that you were that you were talking about, maybe you you will hug me and I'll go home and I'll say, "Oh my God, I haven't been hugged in two years." And Rita yeah. just showed up and hugged me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never the person you know. It's yeah. someone from out who just just takes their time to you know. They can give you a small piece of advice and just say, "You know what? Um, do this and this. You'll mm-hmm. get better at this. Just yeah. that." And. <laughs> You might not even take the advice if it comes from someone who knows you, you know? Yeah, because you're like, they're being biased or they think you're good exactly. where you are. And, yeah. And they see life just how you see it. But if someone exactly. is, is outside your lane, they can see that your wheel is turning on. They are mm-hmm. outsider. Yeah, it's always but, best. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's okay. So <clears throat> another question I did have for you is... Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you've been doing all this good to your community, your people, and I'm sure everyone who's around you should, is proud of you. I mean, if they're not, they should be right now. I'll force them. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, so um, what? how did like your line of work affect you personally? You know, the good and the bad, you know? Because I, I, if, if I'm to think about it, with you being out here and being so helpful or even a helping hand to everyone who, uh, who might need it, Mm-hmm. you uh you change obviously Absolutely. so like yeah basically just tell me how you changed when you started uh this journey um i think first i come like a, a shape shifter in the sense that okay. i can i take um I, I I not like take on the image of where i am like how you say you read the room and you you draw from that energy Mm-hmm. So I've, I think I've been blessed. I used to hate it so much, but I, because at the end of the day, it's like when you're alone, who are you, you know? Because right. I listen, I can have a conversation with, like, literally about anyone, and they would all feel understood and heard. And some may think, is that person a hypocrite? Or mm-hmm. like, is she pretending to understand me? How come she gets me so much and she gets right. the other person when me and the other person are completely different? But it's it's also it's about like feeling that energy and taking time to actually listen as though you are listening to yourself. So mm-hmm. I've lost people. Um, I've like outgrew people. Some people outgrew me in a sense that yeah. went different ways, and some of those people wanted to hold on so much, and yeah. Um, yeah. my life exposed them or like they it made others look at them as well. And they're like, you know what? I don't think this is for me or you are too outspoken or this like just different things that makes you at the end of the day, want to decide that you are your own home. Um, mm-hmm. No matter how many people that you want to let them keep a piece of you. It's like, sometimes you don't need to hold on to things to belong. Right. So that has been the biggest lesson. And, um, just knowing that there is more to life than what is there right in the moment, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I do things so recklessly that I've learned to 
not to hold on to anything really at all. Like I've been to a point where my hands were completely empty. Like I'm going to use the parable of rain, like where they have been so dry without any water and Mm -hmm. it rained the next second. So having witnessed those moments, it makes me just sit and wait and be the best person that I can possibly be for that moment, knowing that anything could change from zero to a hundred as my life does so often. So I think those are the things I've learned uh, throughout the time. Yeah. Oh my God. Life, life teaches you that I think that's what we can all agree on. (laughs) Yeah, it does. (laughs) And I think, I think uh, Rita, now you have to actually, um, I'm going to give you time. So I'm going to tell it to you now. Okay. You know, so you're going to multitask. You have to write a poem for me. Not okay. because I want to uh, mm-hmm. want to know, but <laughs> why not? You know, I have this opportunity. I'm I'm here um, mm-hmm. ear to ear with a wonderful poet because I have heard her work, guys. And <laughs> let me tell you. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, reader, uh, when mm-hmm. I was getting ready for this uh episode you know i do have to you know kind of get to know you more than you even know yourself so yes i'm a stalker if you may Mm -hmm. say so i did i was like you know what i'm always seeing this on instagram but i've never actually watched the full video of you Mm -hmm. and your tv show and you have to tell me how you came up with the cypress show still we haven't gotten to that oh wow so Mm -hmm. (laughs) actually i think we should get to that before i continue (laughs) oh god but no i want to i want to hear it also i promise i'll remind you about that Okay, sure. I don't mm-hmm. want to give any spoilers, but everyone who hasn't listened to the Cyper show, that's, I mean, sorry, C-Y-P-E-R, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. You get it right. So it's the show with uh, Rita Garambe, and she sits down. I think I watched two of your interviews, and then the other one uh, where you were talking about actually uh, mental emancipation. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that moved me. I'll tell you that one. Wow. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why that one is uh, the one that moved me is because it's the one I decided to listen to completely. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, <clears throat> I'll show you. Uh, the reason why is because you you did something that I cannot do, you know, mm-hmm. yet. I cannot do yet, right? Yeah. So it's having a that. conversation a full it was like about 18 minutes well how how i think it was 50 minutes I, mm. I don't remember how many minutes it was but you had a conversation alone and it was your thoughts like you could see your thoughts running through your eyes and it was so motivational cuz it's when you put your soul into something you create mm. something and you wow. you probably don't know that the amount of people watched it and it changed so many lives. But you were talking about um, mental emancipation past uh, people telling you that you're free, you can do this and you can do this. It's mm-hmm. about sitting sitting yourself down and opening up your mind and, and actually just removing all the shackles that people have over your life. Yeah. yeah, whether it be generational curses or kind of like um, people around you, you know, so many obstacles that you meet with. But the first thing you need to do ever in life is be mentally emancipated. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. So please tell me how all of this. So I did learn how you, you became uh, queen of emancipation. 
Mm-hmm. Now, Miss Face of Humanity, that mm-hmm. I need an explanation and actually how it works because <laughs> I want to know mm-hmm. where we're going <laughs> globally. I want to know where we're going. <laughs> where we're going globally. Mm-hmm. Well, so where we're going globally is um, the way to, to even participate is you apply and then you go to for an in-person interview. It's mainly about six, seven people. Mm-hmm. who are on the board and you have to introduce something um, that it is for the impro- like uh, promoting humanity, a project you have. Right. And uh, then from there, uh, you become one of the contestants. And then mm-hmm. if there is more people from your country are contested to represent that country, you get to win. So right. I, presented the, I presented what I already had, which is um, United for Humanity, an organization that I have founded. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so that's how I ended up winning to represent Rwanda. And then recently I got a sash, which I wore. Confession, I wore it the whole entire four hours when <laughs> I got into my house. I was like, wow, I have a sash with my country on it. It says my right. And it's like, I'm representing the whole entire Rwanda in this. I get to speak on behalf of a whole country. So right. I don't know. Yeah, that got me pretty fly. So... And, uh, it should. It should. Mm-hmm. Honestly, okay, I said this in the last episode as well. Mm-hmm. If you have something, honestly, I'm not even going to say something. If you have such an award that shows your accomplishments, I swear I would be on the mountain bragging about them. Not, <laughs> not because I want people to feel bad, but seriously, I don't think we know how much it takes to get to where someone is. So if they have that award, best believe they earned it. So I'm like, when I look at it for me, I see Rita, like I went to primary school in Yanji, Gisagara, the way. So Mm -hmm. even when we did the national exams, like the first miracle that happened to me is going to go to a school and sit down with a student who became the first in Rwanda. Like right. she, she won, um, it was the first and the second, I think, and the fourth. The third wow. one, I don't know what she went to start to, but they were there. And I'm like, the whole entire country knows you are the first. And mm-hmm. I'm not even nowhere. I, didn't even, I don't even know what I got in when I finished primary, like P6. I don't right. even know. Like I, We don't even come to the list. Not mm-hmm. even like the, the country, let alone like the district. The, even our yeah. school is like, oh, you're, you don't even go to check. <laughs> so I, where, if I'm a point where... Now I can call up a minister and say something. Right. It makes me feel like I am seen. I'm, I am here. I'm a mm-hmm. human being. Like I actually exist. Sometimes I wake up and I touch my face and I'm like, it's the same Rita who grew up. Just about my body expanded. My brain thinks a little bit different, but it is me. The things mm-hmm. I went through, I still have some of the scars on my toes or my my knees when I learned to learn how to to bike while taking milk to the next person. I have why the one of our cows like run after me, like little things like that. And I'm like, it's still me, you know. And right. it's like. And I am here at this moment. We are here. So what can I do to make someone else feel like their presence, their whole entire existence in the world does matter? It's not like how you pass over an insect, an, an insect like you pass by Urushishi and uh, mm. you even realize you stepped on it. But there is a family of it that actually cares that we realize that this thing went missing. So right. what can we do as human beings to be that kind of insects or that kind of um 
beings that get to recognize when one of us is missing. It's not just the family, but the whole entire ecosystem of humanity can get to notice that this person was here. Yes, they didn't make an impact on my life, but they did change. It is someone's son, someone's mother. For them to be here, there was other people who came before them, and there was an impact they did make. So I think that's how, like, that's all... To someone who gave it to me, it's just a piece of cloth I want and I'm here. Well, good, and they're doing their job. But when I look at it, I see history. <laughs> you did your job too. You did your mm-hmm. job too, you know? Because um, I think in life, it's like, you know, it's like the blue and red pill. Mm-hmm. When we, we when we grow up, when we get to this adult stage, you're given two, two options. Not even the adult stage. Actually, yeah, the adult stage. You're giving two. You're given two opportunities. You either take the road that's gonna ruin your life, and you know the road that's gonna ruin your life. High yeah. chances, you always know the road that's gonna ruin your life, right? Mm-hmm. And you take the other pill, and it's you finding you and doing better for this world that you came in. Yeah. You know, it's either uh, you you you're grown. I mean, you're um, you're birthed into this community that isn't all of that you know isn't Mm -hmm. all that and uh uh it's up to you to either change it or just keep going and have no impact on it you know Mm -hmm. but you having an impact on the community that you grew up in whether it is good or bad it's gonna Mm -hmm. be remembered absolutely and that's one thing we fight for right right so Mm -hmm. like if you did have that so many options right why would you choose to (laughs) and your life with no purpose because everyone has a purpose right yeah everybody has a reason they're here on earth and whatever you have to do i think you say that in your yeah i think that's from that video definitely (laughs) i feel like i'm having a deja vu so definitely that's from that video and you just had you just need to find your niche that's all yeah but okay so tell me the cypher show please I'm so excited about that because, guys, this is not, she's not, okay, let me, I don't even know how to say this. I, um, as we, as we're speaking, I get up, I record uh, this podcast in my room. Yes, it's a five-star hotel for me, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's not all, it's not that. It's not a, it's not a designated place for me to be doing this, right? But mm-hmm. you you have to start somewhere, right? Absolutely. So, where I see you, you have a studio, you have great camera quality, you have sound equipment, you have all these people directing and telling you it's we're on, we're not on, we cut, you know, take that mm-hmm. out. You know, you have all these editors and you sit down and don't think they just take that chance on anybody, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's because you earned it that's because they believe in you so that means their um editors their makeup artists their the the sound guy the cameraman every person who's there is dedicated to make your show something greater than it was yesterday yeah right? mm-hmm. so of course uh, appreciating that everybody's um uh contribution to your success i think mm-hmm. you coming up with 
Well, obviously, I don't know how you came up with the Cypress Show, which is why I told you, you have to first tell us how you came up with it. Mm. So go ahead. Uh, I think uh, you opened my eyes in different, perfect, (laughs) amazing ways, like there's you just don't think they just take that chance on just anybody and those are things we don't see we take for granted sometimes you know you get in there and you start wanting more you start looking at this and that and you judge yourself so much you wonder if you're doing the right thing if you said the right thing uh, right what if i fall short what if whatever they had whatever they expect of me um doesn't come out how they see it what if i I don't get as many views or attract as many people as they would want for their their social medias or whatever they need. But in the end, it's like, that's only in your mind. Like, you know, for them, they they sat me down. They're like, you can do, you have these certain minutes. You can do whatever you want with it. They don't ask me who, like, which is the guest I'm going to get. They don't ask me what you're going to talk about. Can we go through your notes? No. Someone giving you a platform that they pay hundreds and thousands of dollars for who comes, mm-hmm. wakes up with his entire family, comes and works there and do all this work. And they're like, they just give you minutes to say whatever you think, whatever you feel like. And it's right. like, you don't even think I would sit here and curse you out or say something bad about you or mm-hmm. something that would embarrass you. No, but it, that trust is something that I've like I don't know that sometimes I have to sit back and do and be reminded of and that chance too of right. we're gonna take you and take video of you like what is about me so special they've met so many other people mm-hmm. and people pay money too they're like can we pay f- to have these minutes on your show and they're like no this is what we stand for and you I really don't think you're the right person for this Right. And I'm a, I'm a young person whose mind keeps changing, who's meeting different experiences in life, who's making mistakes there and there. They don't know what I do outside that. And it's about they're still like, here's a platform. That's where you have to sit and say, you know what? There is a reason I'm here. Yeah. I don't, yes, I might not know it exactly and write it down, but whatever it is, I'm, I'm done fighting for myself. It's about time I just handed it over and let it go and be used by mm-hmm. God or by the will of the universe, as some may say. Right. So the two words that like I go by is serve and purpose. Just those mm-hmm. two words make me, I'm like, there is a purpose behind everything and I'm here to serve that particular, like I'm here to be in service. Right. Yeah. Those are two wow. things. Serve and purpose. Mm-hmm. those are two strong ones those are those are good things to hold on to throughout life serve and purpose mm-hmm. wow <clears throat> so yes as it is my dream to be on the cyber show of course you which got it. i have <laughs> which i've invited myself to by force <laughs> but yeah so um rita yes. um we've talked about your journey to the cyber show And um, you've done great things, I'll tell you that. An NGO, all the titles that I'm not saying, because there's so many. Wow. (laughs) But I'll say them, for that matter of fact. I'll say them. Miss Face of Humanity, Queen of Emancipation, Canada. Mm -hmm. Head of, is it CEO or head of the, the Unity of Humanity? Is it Union of Humanity? United for United Humanity. Humanity. 
for humanity. So we are all uniting for humanity. English is my second language. <laughs> united. <laughs> it actually has more meaning in Ikinaran. I don't know why we have yeah. Ikinaran. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh. 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 So isn't, wouldn't that be Obono? I was about to say it's the same thing it's the same concept Mm. oh that's so nice yeah but okay so all of that right Mm. how do you how does it how does it align like everything that you've done your journey from when you came to Canada and uh, 2021 right now the things that you've accomplished are not little this is not this is no child's play. You've done so much. So where respect is, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Give uh, respect due. Um, yeah, well, yes. Like respect mm. is due. Oh, my due. God. English is because, you know, it when you're spoken for an hour, English <laughs> just starts escaping through windows. So please excuse me. <laughs> but <laughs> I hope... same that I came on board. So if English yeah, honestly, came on board, you know what? okay. Mm-hmm. I hope everyone understands what I'm trying to say. I'm driving. The point I'm driving home is what Rita, Rita has done for this community and the community where she comes from is not easy. It's not. It, it doesn't take uh, 24 hours to do. It's not just overnight. It's it's persistence, consistency, um, trust. And motivation. It takes more, I believe. She knows more. She has done it. I'm not in her shoes. I can't say, I can't speak for her. But um, how does it align with who you want to be in the future? I mean, you've done the big part of uh, figuring out where this fits in your life. But Mm -hmm. how does it align with your future goals and your financial growth? Because... Right now, we can say, of course, okay, here, 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 where here in Canada, I think mm-hmm. you have to have, you know, the main uh, source of income and your side, yeah. your side things, which can be a lot. <laughs> it is, it is a lot. Right? Yeah. But so I think the things that you do, it mm. seems like a full time job to me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> exactly. So, um, mm. How did it align with uh, what you want to be in the future? Like your future goals and when you see yourself, what, 20, 30 years from now, mm. what do you see what you're doing right now helping you in that time? Well, I think when you look out for others, something bigger than you looks out for you. So it's like, do, would I return as me with my little hands and my little brain look out for me? Or would I rather someone who has the eyes that sees the whole entire universe, who has the power to move people's hearts, look mm-hmm. out for you? So it's like you giving up so little, yet so much because it's control. For mm-hmm. it's a, it's a bet, but it's for something way worth it. And uh, of course, like it's it's so naive because sometimes like I. Uh, Sometimes, some days I wish I would rather work like everybody else, nine to five, and be certain that money is coming in this month. Mm-hmm. But to be quite honest, it's not like that. But I've never lacked a thing. I have 
excess of things. Like, I, I have clothes that I don't even, like, it doesn't even fit my closet anymore. Like, I have so many shoes that I don't, like, all those things, like, the little things that usually used to worry me, I, I don't care for it. It's not like I don't even care for it. It's like, it's always there. It's at my disposal. I have right. friends who, now I have direct contact with people who are designers i can tell them what kind of outfit i want like mm-hmm. who in the world does that but if i was to work for me i would be buying what everybody else is buying you see what i mean it's like when when you stop yourself if you sacrifice the market mm-hmm. for somebody else there is a higher chance that you would live by the farm and that's hey. what i'm after hey. okay Wow. So that one took me a minute because it's very strong. Mm. <laughs> but I got that. That is beautiful, yeah. Rita. And, and um, I want to be a mother, a mother of the world, if that makes sense. I don't know. I can, I still... The next Mother Teresa. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh my I God. see that. I see that. <laughs> I see that. We're, do- we're doing good things today, guys. And I feel like... Um... There's prophets in the building. There's prophets in the building. <laughs> yeah. And, you know... Um, when I just want people to know, none of us have it figured out. You know, yeah. even that nine to five person, I'm sure. Let me tell you. I've, I mean, I'll tell you the story like you've never heard it. Mm. I, um, of course, we all work. Yeah. But there's this job that I had that I used to work. And I swear to God, there's not a day that I went home and I wasn't complaining. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was complaining. I was like, you know what? This person was in a bad mood. I was in a bad mood. I was doing work. And, you know, it was just, it didn't all, it, like, it didn't align. Like, it was it was messing with my mental state. I was always at war, always at war, always at mm. war. Oh, my God. I was like, you know what, Shina, you need to calm down. You know what? Yeah. You need to calm down. And sometimes it takes losing something. <sighs> and, uh, yeah, just, honestly, sometimes it takes losing something for mm-hmm. you to realize that there is more to this world than you crying and dying for that job when there are other people who want to hire you for yeah. your expertise different expertise actually mm-hmm. and uh, the niche that you're in right now is probably not where you're gonna be three years from now because life changes right mm-hmm. like as you said life can go from zero to a hundred from nowhere but mm-hmm. the the thing that you need to know is the way you are with people, the way you are with uh, your friends, your family, everyone around you. Like, treat everyone. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to preach, but... No, please do. Please do. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm saying you, have, you actually do have to uh, uh, treat your neighbor the way you want to be treated. Uh-huh. And your neighbor is not the next door neighbor. It's not the person with, your, with, your, um, with the same lifestyle as you do. Mm-hmm. It's definitely what Rita is doing. I'll just put it in those words. Wow. And as she said, you know, some things she doesn't have to worry about. Can you imagine Mm -hmm. living in that life? (laughs) It's not a scam. It's not a scam. (laughs) She she sacrificed something, you know, her selfish needs Mm -hmm. to kind of be more in this world. And she has become that. And that's not because uh, she was forced to. She was not, um, um, you know, manipulated into taking this position. This is these are the small opportunities that you look over, you know. Mm-hmm. And 
You know, right now, Rita, you might be at a point in life and you'd be like, that's why you said um, uh, what Miss Face of Humanity takes is being a reachable and an understanding person, which I think mm-hmm. you fit right, right? Mm-hmm. So, so let's say at this point in life, someone uh, below you, like me, she mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. is asking you, can you imagine asking you to um, to do a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. We've never had a conversation past uh, five words. I think we'll just, you know, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. And we'll keep moving. Yeah. And, uh, but I didn't know this conversation was going to be what it was. Oh my God. It's just (laughs) so moving. But I was saying, (laughs) sometimes you don't know where opportunities come from. Like I know people you don't know. You know people I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, and you never know who's listening. I always say this. Wow. I love that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like you're like the third person to say that to me today wow yeah. <laughs> if that's not a sign i don't know what is if you get a phone call tomorrow and it's good news mm-hmm. oh god yeah. you know what to do you know what to do <laughs> definitely <laughs> you know what but yeah i was saying you know you get to a level where um some things don't really um have a big value let's say things like ego Mm. and ego is a man's death pride is what a man's death what's Mm -hmm. downfall pride is your downfall right Mm -hmm. and where we come from we have so much pride i swear it's not it doesn't even matter who you are people have so much pride Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) they even say to our foreheads that causes that honestly It's just like we're, you know, we need to be more open-minded. But anyway, I'm not, I'm not getting into that. Uh-huh. But yeah, so the ability of seeing past your ego, past your pride, past your, you know, everyone is smart. Uh-huh. Never doubt that someone might, you might be smarter than someone. You might be book smart. Someone else might be smart, uh, uh, street smart. Sorry, yeah. another person might be people smart. People are different. They have different uh, callings in this world. So when someone approaches you and uh, gives you, an op- let's say, an opportunity that you've never seen before, like, you know, how Rita offered me a seat at her show. <clears throat> cough, cough. <laughs> so you take that opportunity because you don't know where that opportunity is going to lead you. Absolutely. Yep. And Rita is living proof. Seriously, I I really didn't know this was all a testimony. This became a testimony. This girl said yes, yes, and yes to opportunities. And look at where she is right now. That is gold. It's golden. Seriously, hold on to that. Hold that sachet. You should sleep with that sachet tonight. Thank you. I will, actually. Yes. I think definitely you just reminded yourself of everything you've been through to get to that. So please. And when you win Miss Face of Humanity Global, Mm -hmm. I'll come through. When is that? Wait, wait, let me not make promises. um, December 3rd. Ah, (laughs) well, in Mm -hmm. God's grace, we shall be there. We shall, I'll, I'll be there to buy you a drink. If not, I'll buy it virtually life has become so much easier (laughs) but yeah um well well we're coming to an end of course and i hope you have that poem ready oh wow (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I'm not. Mm-hmm. You can send it to me, but I'm not kidding. Okay, I'll form, send it I'm to like, you. You know, it's more of uh, a memory that I was mm-hmm. part of Rita's journey to wherever she's going. Oh, yeah, I will send it to you. That's the only reason. <laughs> and of course, I'll read it to everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's going to be a, a secret between me and you. This is Miss Face of Humanity. <laughs> this is Face of Humanity. Miss Face of Humanity Global writing a okay. poem to me. Okay. People should understand that. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so um, as we come to an end, of course, we've talked about a lot of things and... Uh, I thank you, of course, for being so honest. And, you know, as I say, we come from a place that is just, we live in a whole other dimension when it comes to talking through and understanding people. Mm-hmm. It's just, we, we have a, and I don't blame us for that because that's all we know. But as I said, when you come here and you kind of uh, um, explore and learn how to do things differently, it opens you in ways that you don't understand. But, yeah, what I wanted to um, tell you, Rita, uh, Mm -hmm. hmm. (laughs) what's the hardest thing you've ever had to do for your job or about your job? Like, what is one thing someone required (laughs) of you to do and you were just like, oh, my God, how do you expect me to do that? Um, In terms of work? Yes. Um. Oh, someone, so my, my dad was sick and he was in the hospital. He was in the, during the pandemic. Oh, and yeah. uh, I wanted to go visit uh, him at the hospital and help out and figure out what we're going to do and all those things. Right. And uh, they were, were also in the middle of moving. And so I told my boss and she said, and she's been incredibly amazing, like, um, mm-hmm. been there for me. And, like, there are days when I was like, oh, my God, I'm definitely going to get fired. And she would be like, no, it's okay. You can learn. <laughs> so she yeah. invests in people, you know, that those mm-hmm. people who do nice things to, for you, that it weighs on you, that you, you feel like you owe them something. So that right. kind of person she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, I want to go see my dad. She's like, oh no this and this and that like you can't go unless like so I had to choose between my work which is um how am I gonna pay my my rent how am I gonna be able to eat for the next couple days it's it's, that's like what work means meant to me at the moment or Mm -hmm. do I choose to go and shop for this man who gave me my life and did all these things for me for this uh-huh. just this one day it's it is one day but it's a it's a day where he's in need and he's gonna remember this forever or do i stay and work for the money and spend the rest of my life yes of course i'll send him gifts i'll buy him the nice food he wants and all those things i can care for him from a distance or do i give him the time which is actually precious right. and so i had to choose and uh, i chose to go see my family but wow. I knew that's something. But I, it, it took me thinking, would she do this for me? Would she right. leave her family for me? And I was like, no way in the world. So why am I doing this for her? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. okay, I see. I see. Wow. That's uh, yeah. that's crazy. That's an ultimatum. I don't... I, oh, my God. I don't even know what I would do then. I was just like... Um, <laughs> right there and there, you made a decision that time is the greatest gift 
know? Yeah, that I can and make money and it at that time, the next day, the next morning, but this man might be exactly. we, don't, we don't know the future. And I might yeah. die without working for that money either way, you know? <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine not even, like, you would even regret that. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> the things we, we do for jobs and all these draining things, is it's kind of... Um, Oh, money. Yeah, we need money. Yo, I never said anything about we don't need money. Yeah. We need money. We Guys, do. Earn that money. <laughs> Learn how to save, please. Mm-hmm. Oh, the one God, thing... I'm working on. So, oh, sis, you're not alone. Sis, you're not alone. I'm even ashamed to say that I started saving at a very late time. Mm-hmm. Late Oh God, at least you've started. So that's the way to go. <laughs> but you know, it's it's one foot in, mm-hmm. one foot out. But yeah. the Wolfram. the thing is um discipline. I've learned discipline this past year mm-hmm. that I didn't think I had in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it take but don't get me wrong, it took disappointing a lot of people. And uh, of course, um People fall in, people fall out. It's part of life. But mm-hmm. I have, uh, it's, I, I think, yeah, a lot of people and I went our separate ways. Mm-hmm. And I've disappointed people. I've, and all, all of this in trying to find who I am. Yeah. And that's not to justify it. That's not to justify anything that I've done. But I it's think to, it's the price we pay, you know. Yeah. You can't. It sounds yeah. like a mistake, but it is. It's like, if I didn't give out this, I wouldn't have this, you know? And True. if you were to go back without really reasoning, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I loved using my heart more than my brain because my brain has the knowledge and can see the physical things, but my heart is so blind. It, right. cannot, it cannot depend on the outside circumstances. Mm-hmm. So if I would go back just using my heart, I think I'll make the same exact decisions. I wouldn't take anything back because now there are things that I look, I'm like, wow, I have this, but at the cost of that, and that's even a little cost. And those people, if they, not if, hopefully when they grow to get to a point in life where they can reflect using their own hearts, not just minds. Mm-hmm. Mind is just about reasoning. But heart is where the Holy Spirit, for those who believe in God, talks to you. It's where everything, it's, it's who you are, who is unfolding yeah, at the end of the day. Choose. It's what you choose to do. Absolutely. Honestly, I, um, I think a lot of great people are... Okay, I'll say this. The most amazing people I've met are mm. naive people. And yeah. I say this because I used to be naive. <laughs> Honestly, mm. naive people will just, they'll do anything. And you know what? And don't lose that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's yeah. one thing I don't want to lose, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe learn how to control it and control yourself because this world is not here for you. It's Can not I tell you a you. funny thing? Yeah, um, please, sure. In a control, I feel like, I've tried to control it, and I'll tell you about what, it backfired <laughs> so badly. Every yeah. time I try to control that thing, it's like, have you ever looked at yourself telling yourself, I told you so? Yes. Since it's not the best, I would rather somebody <laughs> else tells me. 
But like, oh my God, it's a long run. Like you mm-hmm. listen it to your heart, it's cheating a chess game. And a chess game is about moves. It's about knowing the next one. It's about ensuring the next one. But when okay. you use your heart, you're cheating 15 steps ahead. <laughs> the people who are here in this right moment will never reckon with it. They will never realize why you did ABCD. But those right. who will be there in 5, 10, 15 years, they'll be like, God damn it, she made it happen. So then that's, do, uh-huh. would you rather lose the future for the moment of now when you... And also suffer in now. It's like you're making a sacrifice for people who will never even appreciate you for it. But when you make that sacrifice right now and you look stupid in their eyes, you're doing it for yourself. And then when tomorrow comes and your actual audience is there to clap for you, they will Mm -hmm. thank you. So now you have double the prize of something you'd have won only once. I think this is why this is why she's Miss Face of Humanity Global. Please, I, you know what? I can't. I I cannot because that was. You know what? I've, I think I've exaggerated throughout the whole podcast, but this last minute, you just took it. This this is your show. <laughs> wow, that was very powerful. And I, you know, my next question was, what what advice can you give the people? But I think that's beautiful advice and if you want to add something on that you can go ahead and do that but I just want to take that I'm going to close my ears you give them advice and then I'll just I'll just keep that one that you just said no you are the vessel to to the people listening right now so I won't add anything (laughs) that was that was really beautiful hey you would be getting double the prize of something you would have only won once yeah (laughs) <laughs> I, you know what i hope people change the way they view life honestly <laughs> but yeah so um tell me uh mm-hmm. do you need anything like anything um in terms of your your ngo your um well uh, your show i've already accepted to be on it well let me see i can ask you one thing um there is this one girl she's um She's not young. She's like over 29, turning 30. She lives, uh, currently lives in a shelter. She has a baby girl that she gave birth about like uh, two weeks ago. And I've been looking for means to help her like buy little things, uh, clothing and stuff. And I think that would be something you would like to do. I'll give right after this conversation her contacts and everything. And you can do as little as you want. That would be the gift I would ask on my behalf. Of course. <laughs> I love that. You see, um, <laughs> the, the other hand had a million dollars. So you, you chose the right, you chose the right hand is all I'm saying. That's you. the right gift. <laughs> well, it's not like, oh my God, it's not like I have so much to give, but I would be no, more than no. happy to be part of the cause. Because <laughs> honestly, I know you've done so much for this uh community this one and the one above and the one above that one so this would be just peas in a pond so i would be happy of course and uh, no one was supposed to hear that so no one was supposed to hear that no one was supposed to hear that (laughs) but we felt it we felt it no one was supposed to hear that anyway um Mm -hmm. so 
just to um no just to... in case though like just in case in the next 15 20 years you get to meet with uh, a kid who's becoming a prime minister or something and he's like oh yeah should i help my mom sometime and everybody will be like oh my god that podcast you mentioned something like that so i don't know no this was this was me telling you everybody who listens to this is forced to help (laughs) because honestly if you take time to listen to me two hours this is two hours in i believe if you take time to listen to me you're part of it you're part of the cause I, i believe we've we've gotten to you and it's it's up to anyone right it's up to anyone everybody chooses to do what they want to do but uh i'm that type of person i can't speak for everyone but i i heard you and uh Yes, give me the details, and uh, everybody, of course, as I said, is forced to participate. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is our October um, project, okay. and this is my first project. <laughs> so yeah, it's so after all. All I have I, to do in this transaction is give you the contact of that person, and I'm a. I think that would be it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Whatever this is um I I never um I've never taken over uh, a project but of course as I said there, there things happen for a reason. Yeah. You know? And um yeah, so October I'll tell every okay, let me tell everybody the details. Yeah. And I'll tell you more when I get more information, but for now and what we have is um donating everything we can right mm-hmm. and uh do you want to tell me how old she is uh she's 29 the baby is um it's a baby girl she's uh, now like two weeks old okay that's great so mm-hmm. that's good information and uh well because we're we're all the way here and you're all the way there we'll definitely find a way to do things and i'll let you know okay. whoever is interested please just let me know in my dm of course or just um call me or they know what to do everybody knows what to do whoever's you know feeling the the spirit because we did we did pour some spirit guys i hope you picked it up <laughs> but yes uh so rita thank you so much and uh um uh, trust me we're going to see this through <laughs> <laughs> thank you to, to many more actually to many more mm-hmm. and uh i i just want to say thank you so much for taking your time oh my god <sighs> specifically thank you for giving me your time Thank you. Thank you to like you've you've made you literally carved out space for me. So thank you. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> we all have busy schedules. So mm-hmm. yes. Honestly, people um appreciate that that three hours you have, you know. Appreciate the free time that you get because uh, life is so busy. Life gets so busy. But that's <laughs> that's a story for another day. <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you so much, Rita. You've uh, given us so much uh, wisdom, so many good examples of living a wonderful life. And uh, I can't be more grateful if I try to be. Wow. But um, you, I hope you keep doing what you're doing. And honestly, if you do decide to, to take a, a psychology course or mm-hmm. sociology, I hope it works out for you. Of course, <laughs> I'll be waiting to hear 
which one you take <laughs> okay. i'm i'm already like about you you're biased and i already bought you so i'm with. there you go <laughs> there you go that was the point but mm. yeah definitely so mm, uh I hope to hear from you again of course when I when I come to do the show. Yes. So I'm so looking forward to that and uh, <laughs> all your be- oh my god these people are going to go crazy I'm like oh my gosh how do people become so beautiful like this? So yeah, Rita. <laughs> and then above all have the brains so I can't wait for you're going to be a gift to my audience. So you made you made it you made it emotional. It wasn't supposed to be emotional now it is. <laughs> I am feeling emotional. But yeah, I'm so touched. I'm I you know, as I said at the beginning of uh of the podcast, I wasn't expecting all this that we had. We we just we just milked a cow. Wow. Yeah, we milked a cow, guys. If you don't know that expression, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> but we seriously, this was one opportunity that if I postponed it one more time, we probably wouldn't have had mm-hmm. this good of a conversation, but I thank you so much for making me see life through your eyes honestly. Mm-hmm. It, it what I took from this is no matter where you are in your life it's never too bad than someone else's life. Like you don't know what any other person is going through and a lot of people say this. Yeah. You go from preachers to uh, musicians to poets to movie actors. Yo, you don't know what ha- what's happening in someone else's life. Mm-hmm. But honestly be kind be nice but of course be nice to yourself because what's the point of being at peace with the world but at war with yourself is that you rita (laughs) from where i remember this it's like an exam i'm getting questioned on Uh, i know these things but they just keep disappearing you're winning, you're winning. <laughs> but yeah, so um, Rita, you can go ahead and give us your last words. My last words is anyone who's listening to you has no doubt that they are being blessed entirely. And the path you've chosen, um, it is it is amazing. Like it, it's literally carving. You're riding on the on the rock, you know. And uh, that's how I feel about this conversation. And I feel inspired so much so that I also have like learned a lot. You have a lot to teach people, and there is a lot to learn from you. So I'm honored that I get to witness it firsthand. Thank you for the opportunity that you've given me to feel seen, to feel heard, to feel like I matter, and. Uh, yeah, you are giving value and adding value to as as much as you do it for your life, you're doing it for other people's lives too. So thank you for your wisdom. Wow. Okay. So now you've made it worse. Now <laughs> tears. But um, I don't know how to take compliments, but I do appreciate. Those I really don't. Problems. I don't know. You I don't that. <laughs> I'm taking that one wholeheartedly because. Um, we don't hear this all the time. I mean, okay, of course, someone hears my podcast and they tell me, great job, you know, you're doing good. But, you know, I never believe it because I feel like I should be doing more. But I don't mm-hmm. take appreci- I don't take time to appreciate the small, the small steps, you know? I know, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm laying down the foundation. So I, I appreciate your words. And mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> I think 
if someone is even still listening till now, <laughs> I appreciate you and I'm so sorry for taking so long, but I hope you learned uh, a bunch of things from this conversation. This was a beautiful conversation with uh, Ritan Garambe. And uh, of course, I hope you tune into her show. Of course, I'm going to give you all the, I mean, I already do, but I'm going to give you uh, kind of a direction of where to get her show. And all the work she's doing for the for this community and the Rwandan community, everywhere she's touching lives. My kind of person, my kind of person. So uh, I hope everybody's doing good. And as per usual, thank you for tuning in. And I can't wait to well, <laughs> what do I? What? How do I say this? I can't wait to talk to you again next time yeah that's the one (laughs) so yeah everybody stay safe be kind and uh, take care of yourself